love you, Jesus, more than anything. When I think about the goodness of Jesus and all he's done for me, my soul cries out. Hallelujah. Lord, why me? Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for the ministry of psalm. Thank you for the ministry of praise. And now bless the ministry of your word. Move by your spirit. Help us to become lively witnesses that Jesus is good. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Let me. If you never open your mouth, the Lord's got one witness in this place. Can I get a witness? I will testify of his goodness to the day I die. Do I have a witness? Hallelujah. The Lord is good. My Lord, my God today. Hallelujah. I want to thank Sister Kenya for a great teaching, Sister Arnold, on the woman's breakfast. Praise the Lord. And let me, let me throw this out at you before I get started. Your doctrine is not like changing your clothes. You don't put something on different every day. Doctrine remains the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Can I get a witness? I don't care what you pull up on your phone, what you Google, what you read. Nothing changes scripture. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says there's only one name under heaven whereby we must be saved, and that's the name of Jesus. This morning we're in Exodus chapter 19, second book in the Bible after Genesis. Grab a book, grab a Bible out of the pew, just put it back. <laughs> Exodus chapter 19. Exodus chapter 19, and we're, we're in verse 4. When you get a say amen. amen. Ye have seen what I did unto the Egyptians, and how I bore you on eagles' wings, and brought you unto myself. Now, before I preach, I must be honest. The Philadelphia Eagles helped me to find this text. So I got, I got to give it. Fly like an eagle. So we're we going to be all right. We're going to be all right. Anyway, move right along. I'm talking about God's faithfulness. package of power and promises. 
One of the greatest imagery, images that is depicted in scripture is regarding God's faithfulness is that of eagle's wings. And I'm going to slow up because our true worshipers come out at 11 o'clock. Um, when we are talking about interpreting scripture, a teacher or a preacher or a student must pay attention to what is known in English as interrogatives. You've got to keep asking yourself questions, what, who, when, how, and where. Because when you keep those five things before you, it forces you to tear apart scripture. What does God mean when he says, I bore you on eagles' wings? That, that is, that is, that is, that uh, uh, this strong metaphor speaks of the flight the fervency, the faithfulness, and the fortitude of an eagle. And eagles, yeah, they, their wings are able to glide. They don't have to keep flapping every time they want to go somewhere. They just flap a couple times and they glide. They not only glide, they glide like a stealth fighter, silent, strategic, designed to swoop with supersonic speed. And they have this innate guidance system in them. Let me, let me stop and pause and park. I was in the Air Force seven years and during the Vietnam and they, the Air Force they no longer try to guess or they no longer try to be approximate in their bombing. Their bombing is right on. Right. That when they have a target, they're going to hit the target. They're going to hit the target. They got heat-seeking missiles. They have missiles that actually have thinking power that can make changes in route. And, and, and so when, when God talks about this, the eagle's wings, he's not only talking about the guide, the gliding, the guidance, but also the governing with that eagles have certain characteristics that are mind-blowing. God has created in this bird that um, they, they are they, they carry their eaglets on their wings. Their wings are six to seven feet long. The feathers are so interwoven by God that they have the strength to hold up weights beyond measure. And um, they can carry and then they Lord have mercy. They can 
amen, uh, they're able, hallelujah, to care for the youngins. Mm. And then they're able to control the air and all outcomes. So, 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 so God in this, using this metaphor, is talking about three things that relates to Israel. And he's reminding Moses of his faithfulness, his favor, his freedom and fulfillment to the nation of Israel. When I look at the characteristics of an eagle, and I, I just want to throw this out, that, 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 that this, this, this mother eagle, which is smaller than a male eagle, bald eagle, uh, this mother eagle has specks uh, in, in her sight. She has a telescopic eye. And, 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 and in research, I was baffled, and I knew some of this because I preached this many times, but I was baffled that a mother eagle has the capability of being two miles in the sky and see a mouse or a rabbit or a squirrel running on the ground. Two, two miles. Two, two miles up and can look down from two miles up and spot something that you and I wouldn't spot walking. She has this, this sight of, amen, a telescopic eye. And God, and, God, and God infers that, like the eagle, I've seen your whole life. Like, like the eagle, I've spotted stuff that you didn't share with anybody. Like, like, like the eagle... I saw you in good times, hard times. I saw you down. I saw you, yeah, blown out of the water. I, I've seen it all. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. Can I get a witness? Because we come to church, we only testify about the good stuff. We don't testify about the bad stuff. We don't testify how God yanked us out of hell with smoke still in our garments. Can I get a witness? See, see, it's when I go back that I start praising his name. Can I get a witness? It's when, it's when I understand that God was merciful to me and others that I knew, others that I ran with, others in my family are in hell, but, but he spared me. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah. And, 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 and see, the whole program of the redeemed is to understand and give God his praise. Can I get a witness? And when you give him what's due to him, you stop asking for the same thing. You are persuaded that he's able. So you start thanking him for what you asked last year. Do I have a witness? You start praising him for showing up on time. Can I get a witness? I'm, I'm preaching up in this place now. Child, child, child of God, you, 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 you don't get on your knees saying, Lord, watch over my children. You say, Lord, thank you for bringing them out. Can I get, Lord, thank you for fixing this troubled marriage. Lord, thank you. Hey, amen for getting my mind straight.
frustrating my heart right. Lord, thank you for putting me on a street called Straight. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If it had not been for the Lord, Lord, thank you. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not interested in psyching you out. I'm not interested in lying to you. I know where the Lord brought me from. Do I have a witness? I should have been in hell burning this morning. But God, who's rich in mercy, uh, pricked my heart, quickened my spirit. Do I have a witness? Yeah. This, this eagle has a telescopic eye. And God's got a telescopic eye. Can I get a witness? Uh, this, this eagle can fly 10,000 feet in the sky. And when the eagle dives, when he dives down for prey, he can dive at 120 to 200 miles an hour. Sideways. With pinpoint accuracy. Do I have a witness? Uh, their senses, they eat 90% of fish. And, amen, they have this innate sonar from way up in the sky. They can actually see under the water ripples. When they swoop on the water, the fish is there. They never come up empty. Do I have a witness? Their claws are magnetically connected to what they saw two miles up. Can I get a witness? They're special effects. They, they never eat dead things. Every, every meal is a fresh kill. Can I get a witness? They're superior, if you will, of all the other birds. Thank you, Jesus. When you look at this verse, it's... Uh, God talking to Moses. Now let me stop, pause, and park. Exodus is where we get our English word exit. Joseph went into Egypt with 70 souls. 430 years later, came out with two and a half million. God allowed them in bondage uh, in order to grow the nation. Can I get a witness? And 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 the and the Bible and the Bible and the Bible says that uh, uh, that 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 when you get to the book of Exodus, uh, Genesis closes out with Joseph and Jacob, and when you pick up Exodus, it's about Moses calling Moses in bulrushes in the uh, Nile River, Moses being taken in by Pharaoh's daughter, no, Moses being raised with all the wisdom of the Egyptians. Moses was a smart man. Moses was a powerful man. Moses was the second in control of all Egypt. Uh, and, and, and the Bible talks about Moses the first six or seven chapters, and then you get to chapter 12, and it deals with the fact that God had now met with Moses in chapter 3. Uh, and he told Moses, when Moses saw this sight on Mount Sinai, a bush burning but not consumed. And you, you need to know what that means. God is saying, when it comes to my people, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah, they may go through some heat, but they'll never be consumed. 
no no weapon I, I, I don't care what's coming up on you I don't care what's facing you I, I don't care what's fighting you no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper can I get a witness uh, yeah, you may burn, but you'll never be consumed. And Moses saw the bush, and Moses became, uh, 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 amen, mind blown. And Moses, uh, a voice came out of the bush and said, Moses, Moses, take off your shoes. Because you're standing on holy ground. Where did this voice come from? It was Jesus Christ, pre-incarnate. Can I get a witness? Moses took off his shoes and God told Moses, I've heard the cry of my people. I've seen their taskmasters. I've seen their suffering. And I have come down to deliver them. Lord, have mercy. God is just looking for a few good men. A few good women. God wants to do his bidding through you. Can I get a witness? And, and, and child of God, the, 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 Bible, the Bible goes on, but in, and, 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 and please don't turn. Uh, in chapter 7, God says something uh, so deep to Moses, it blows my mind. He said, I've made you a God to Pharaoh, and your prophet is your brother Aaron. Lord have mercy. When I get finished using you, Pharaoh going to think you a God. And, 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 and here, here, here we we up to the 12th chapter, and it's the Passover. It's when God instructed Moses, okay, I'm, we leaving out of Egypt. We're going to eat unliving bread and bitter herbs, and I want every family to kill a lamb and, and take the sponge, the hyssop, and make the sign of a cross, the door lentil and the post. And, and at midnight, I'm going to send my deaf angel through the city. And where I see the blood, I'm going to pass over. That, that, that's where the word Passover came from. God said, I'm a Passover when I see the blood. And then chapter 13, they, they are running out of Egypt. Chapter 14, Pharaoh's pursuing them. God opens up the Red Sea and, and kills all the Egyptians. Chapter, chapter 15, Mary and Moses' sister sings a song of praise. Chapter 16, they get hungry. He sends manna. Chapter 17, referred them. They get thirsty. He brings water out of a rock. Chapter 18, Jethro, his father-in-law, visits him and gives him wisdom on leading the people. And then we come to Sinai. Chapter 19. And it's there that God says, I'll bore you on eagle's wings. Wait till God gets your attention. Wait till God gets you away from that cell phone. Wait till God gets you off of Facebook and out of that boob tube. Wait, wait till God gets your attention and reminds you where he really bought you from. You're going to be shouting all over the place. Bullets couldn't hit you because grace was around you. Am I preaching up in this place? You couldn't stay connected to trouble because God broke the trouble. Can I get a witness? Yeah, yeah. You're alive because God was with you. 
Uh, do I have a witness? You were elected uh, before the foundation of the world. We, you were predestined, meaning you had boundaries. Nothing could snatch you beyond those boundaries. You were chosen. You, Lord, have mercy. Can I get away? You are part of the redeemed. You, you have an inheritance in Christ. You're a royal priesthood. You're, you're a holy nation. You're, you're a peculiar people. First, we see the strength of the eagle's wings. She carries. Now, let me establish the metaphor. A mother eagle must develop the eaglets from birth to the time they leave. She's got to teach them how to fly. Let me, let me thank you mothers who were diligent with your children. Oh, nobody's perfect. We all made mistakes. But my Bible says, bring up a child in the way they should go. And when they get old, they will not depart. That, that, that means they're coming back. Do, do I have a witness? Didn't we come back? See, see, coming back to notes, I had to go somewhere and get beat up. I had, to, I had to do things that was contrary to the Lord. Come on, I got involved in things that the Lord never wanted me involved in, but I came to my senses. You know who brings you back to your senses? The Lord. Can I get a witness? The Lord. That's why the psalmist said the Lord is my light. Uh, my effervescence, <laughs> the Lord is my high tower, the Lord, the Lord is my refuge and my strength. There's something. Mm. I left home at 17, going to the military, 1968. I was, the draft was on, I graduated from South Philadelphia High, gone. I got my draft notice in March, I didn't graduate to June, gone. I went up 401 North Broad. I ain't never seen that many young men, 17, 18, 19, on their way to Vietnam. I ain't never seen that many. All of them ain't come back. Mm. Mm. God carried us. First 17 years had to deal with the gangs in South Philly. They'll kill you. He carried us. Don't, don't get confused. He, his angels stood guard around you. We did everything other folk did, but didn't come out the same way. Do I have a witness? I was, I, was, I was 19 in the military. I was stationed in Georgia getting ready to go overseas. And this was 1969. I'll never forget this. I'm stationed there. And uh, <clears throat> these guys in the Army had uh, no reflection in the Army. These guys in the Army, they had been to, they, they had been to Vietnam. And they said, Gordon, can we, uh, 
watching TV. You know, they didn't want to go to the day room. I said, yeah, I gave my key. I went to work. I was working at night. I wanted to base five clicks out at a radar site. And I got off early. My boss told me, you can go. And I got my car and drove, came back to my room. All these guys from Vietnam was in there shooting up heroin. They had, and when I walked in, I said, what are y'all doing, man? Come on, go and get some of this. No, 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 no. Put them out. And there was something as wild as I was in me. And now I, I used to think it was luck. It was grace. It was something. It, it was something going on inside of me. I'm on my way to hell. But God is still operating as if I'm already in heaven. Y'all picked this up. Y'all picked this up. Y'all picked this up on the way. I carried you. So here's what a mother eagle does. Real quick, we're going to get out of here. Mother eagle puts the eaglets on her wings. And she first builds her nest. Yeah. When she builds the nest, she puts thorns at the bottom and then fluff on top of the thorns. So as the baby eaglets eat and get heavy, they get uncomfortable with the nest. Y'all see where I'm going with this, right? As they get heavy, they, they, they go down and the thorns stick them. And that's the signal it's time to go now. The problem is, you've made your nest so comfortable, your 55-year-old son won't leave. In fact, he's still drawing Social Security, living with you. Something wrong with that picture, Doc. I left at 17. There was too many rules. I had to go. Do I have a witness? So the mother eagle has the wisdom to build the nest so the eaglets want to leave. Got a 60-year-old at home. You buying all the food. Mm-hmm. They watching your cable. Some millennials don't want to leave. They in the basement. But they'll take a cruise and they'll go to another country. But they come back to the basement. They fine. <laughs> And, and then the minute pastors start talking about millennials, pastor, pastor, don't offend them. I ain't offending nobody. I'm calling what I'm calling. God didn't intend you to stay with your parents forever. Somebody need to preach it. Now, if they sick or you sick, that's different. But help me out. Now, don't put your daughters out. Put the boys out. And if she's taking too long getting married, put her out. <laughs> the, the fact of the matter <laughs> Oh, Lord, help me, Jesus. It's tight. I went to visit a sick one time, and this guy come to the door. He had gray hair, beard. He said, hi, Pastor. Mother? I said, what the heck is he doing here? <laughs> Leave that alone. All right. All right. Praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, if the shoe fit, wear it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. So the mother eaglet, the mother eagle prepares the nest. 
And the mother eagle, like, I know y'all some think, think I'm cold. See, that's not love. That's not love. You think it's love. That's not love. When your eyes close, who do you think? Gonna let them stay somewhere for nothing. Do I have a witness? Somebody need to preach it. I, I was saying this morning, my kids come home, all of them out, they come home, and they go through my cabinets. You know, I, I do a lot of cooking. And when they go through my cabinets, they say, Dad, uh, the date on, I say, you don't get out of my kitchen. <laughs> I understand milk and bread, there's flour in there. Come on, Doc, don't be touching my pepperica. That pepperica gonna be here for 15 more years, Doc. I can tell you now, don't be touching my pepper. I ain't fooling with that. I ain't fooling with no dates. You are not clearing my cabinet out because everything got a date on it. My mother had canned food in the basement for 10 years. And don't tell me about no sodium. I don't look at no dates. I mean, my son had all this stuff on the counter. Tell me, I'm throwing this out. I said, I'm going to throw you out. <laughs> you ain't touching my food, Doc. I don't roll like that. How many of y'all know what I'm talking about? Time, times are different now. I don't even look at no dates. I go in the kitchen, open the cabinet, pull it out, and eat it. That's it. Jesus. Now, 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 let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on, let me go on. So the mother eagle puts the eaglets on her wings and she takes them up to a high altitude. And she folds her wings and drops them. One at a time. And as the eaglet is going through the air trying to learn how to fly. The mother eagle is airborne watching and with supersonic speed and a telescopic eye at 200 miles an hour she can swoop and catch the eaglet before it hits the ground takes it back up and drop it again and the more she drops the eaglet he starts learning how to fly. You know what God does to us when God wants to uh, develop us? He takes us to some high altitude. And it looks like he's dropping us. Looks like God doesn't love us. Looks like God doesn't care for us. But grace catches you before you hit the ground. Grace, 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 grace is helping you to grow. Grace is helping you to learn how to be developed in the Christian faith. Nobody learns how to fly on the first aerodynamic situation. I'm sick of that too. You got people in church that make you think once they got saved, they never made another mistake. They a liar from the pit. It takes time to grow. Amen, amen. It takes time to be spiritual. Amen, amen. It takes time to walk in the light. Yeah. Carries. Carries us from trouble to triumph. Carries us.
carries us. And not only does God carry us, he catches us. See, see, listen, 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 listen. You, you know, listen. I do not have to get up here and impress you. I really don't care what you think. I know where the Lord brought me from. I know what the Lord has done in my life. Can I get a witness? And I'm like Paul, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God that leads us to salvation. God has carried us, man. He's carried us. He, he, has, he has caught us when we were falling. He's caught us when we was about to destroy our lives. He's caught us when we was about to give up. Uh, he's caught us. Thank God for the carrying power. Can I get a witness? Thank God for the carrying power. Thank God for the catching power. Uh, let, me, let, me, let me do a little personal commercial. Thank God I married Sister Gordon. Now, now, now listen, you, let, me, let me just throw this out here. I was like Solomon. I had my wish. But what I needed, I have. Y'all ain't getting this. Can I get a witness? And some of y'all look at me funny. I could have got anybody I wanted, including you. I thank God that the Lord, I thank God that the Lord gave me what I have. Isn't that right, Brother Arnold? Thank God. Great woman of God. Now, she gets on my nerves sometimes, but that, that, comes with the, that, that comes with the flesh, doesn't it? Brother Jacobs, are you considering this thing? Uh, uh, in, in the name of Jesus, we... But, but God is good. Ain't God good? See, here's what you measure. What did you end up with? That's where the Lord has taken you. He, he's taken you to the outcome. Can I get a witness? Oh, Lord, let me get out the way. Deuteronomy 32, 11 and 12 says, the psalmist says, as an eagle stirs up its nest. Deuteronomy 32, 11 and 12. Listen, and hovers over its young. Ah! And spreads out its wings, taking them up. And the, operate, the operative word is, and carry them on their wings. Thank God for your carrying. Thank God for your catching. Thank you, Lord. In trouble, numerous times. And the Lord showed up. Can I get a witness? Worried about my kids and gave it to them in prayer and the Lord showed up. Messed up in my thinking and the Lord showed up. Felt, 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 felt emotionally unstable and the Lord showed up. Can I get a witness? I, I'm tired of folk taking credit for what only Jesus did. Do I have a witness? You would have been, you, you, you would have been blown out of your mind. Uh, 25 years ago if the Lord didn't step in. Didn't he step in, saints? Didn't he step in? In here, mighty good God, he carried us. But secondly, we see the security of the eagle's wings in caring for us. I bore you on eagle's wings. Uh, I cared for you when you couldn't care for yourself. Mm, Lord have mercy. 
I kept you from destruction. I calculated your damage. I wouldn't let you fall without me catching you. Lord, have mercy. Grace comforted you. Grace confirmed in you. Can I get a witness? Child of God, that's why the psalmist said in Psalm 107, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, intrinsically good, for his mercy endures forever, and let the redeem of the Lord say so. Amen. I cried, and the Lord heard me, and delivered me out of all my distresses, and led me into the right way. Then there's a reframe. Oh, that men would praise the Lord for his goodness, for his wonderful works to the children of men, for he satisfieth the longing soul and fills the hungry with goodness. Can I get a witness? God's care, God's care, God's care, yeah, uh, binds up our wounds. God's care heals our hurts, promotes his promises. God's care is a medicine in our misery. Do I have a witness? It's him. He's my comfort. He's my strength. He's my high tower. Do I have a witness? Not the church. Not anybody in the church. The Lord is my light. Do I have a witness? And let me tell you what it takes. I'm, I'm, I'm coming in. 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 See, what it takes for others to believe you is you need somebody that knew you when. You don't need no church folk that just met you four years ago. They can't really testify. You need somebody that was in the cabarets with you. You need somebody that was doing this thing with you. You need, you need some. Yeah, come on, I'm preaching up in this place. You, you need somebody who's still unsaved to say, you know what? What has happened to you? And then you say, it was Jesus. Like the woman at the well, come see a man that told me all that I ever did is not this the Christ. Now the problem is we don't keep reading chapter 4. Because when the woman threw her water pot and went into town, she became a witness. And she told everybody in town, come see a man. His name is Jesus. And the people in town said, well, we don't want to believe because of what you say. We want to witness him for ourselves. So they went out to meet Jesus. Remember the four that carried the man into Jesus' presence? Come on, Jesus blessed their faith. It's your faith that healed them. Do I have a witness? Child of God, our, our ministry here is to carry others to Jesus. To facilitate. He carries. He cares. One day I was very depressed down and the Lord said, I remember that your frame is just dust. I love you with an everlasting love. Ah, I'm with you. Mm. I've already worked out things for you. Be still and know that I'm God. 
Don't fret. Don't get weary. I'm the God of the Bible. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That means I'm a covenantal God. I keep my promises. Do I have a witness? Uh, child of God, when you get into this Biblios, God begins to let you know that he, ah, he, he carries us. He cares for us. Now let me, let me, let me stop one last minute. I'm almost finished. I know we don't, see, we don't really read the word. We're not really taught the word systematically. Listen to this. Your children and your grandchildren are blessed because of you. Y'all ain't getting this. My mother and dad is gone. My two brothers are gone. Listen to this. Uh, my grandmother was praying. Can I get a witness? My mother was praying. The prayers of the righteous. Y'all ain't getting this. Availeth much. Lord have mercy. Somebody said somebody prayed for me. Had me on their mind, took the time to pray for me. I'm so glad they prayed. I heard a testimony of a woman who prayed. Her son was very disobedient, and he, he was old. He was in his 60s or something. Her son was very disobedient and, and, wouldn't, and wouldn't do this, wouldn't do that. And they said she got on knees and said, Lord, I, I want you to whip his, but Lord, bring him through. <laughs> I said, I ain't never heard no prayer like that in the name of Jesus. I done heard some prayers, but I, I never heard nobody cussing prayer. <laughs> uh, but, 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 but Lord, I'm turning him over to you. He's hard-headed. He won't listen. But God, I believe you. Bring him out. In the name. See, prayers follow you. Y'all ain't getting this. The prayer, the effectual I'm, I, the, the word effectual means somebody that's, that, that has a stick to You can't sit up there talking about, now nah, I lay me down to sleep. Ain't nobody praying that no more. Can I get away? The effectual fervent, you praying with fervency. Yeah, that means you're spending time. That means you're calling on God. That means you're claiming what you're praying. That means, Lord, I'm not going to leave here till you bless me. I'm, I'm going I'm to wrestle with you all night. You can throw my hip out of joint, but I'm going to wrestle all night. I'm going to take my daughter. I'm going to take my granddaughter. I'm going to take my son, and I'm going to lay it out before you. And I'm not going to move until you do something in the name of Jesus, because I know you're able. Any able? Any able? He's able. I may be dead and gone. May not see it. But God, I believe it. Because faith is the substance of things hoped for. And the evidence of things not seen. Can I get a witness? And I'm going to pray just like it's getting ready to happen right now. Can I get a witness? 
Lord, you said, and I'm going to remind you of your promises. The pastor's been talking about tithing. And God, I'm going to tithe 10%. I make $300 a week, and I'm going to give you the first $30. I make $200 a week, and I'm going to give you the first $20. But God, I'm going to give you the first fruits of what you've given me. Y'all getting quiet up in here. I'm not going to pay all my bills and give you the leftovers. I'm going to give you the tenth and let you take the nine tenths and do more with the nine tenths than I could with the ten tenths. I'm going to take you at your word because tithing is a faith thing. Can I get a witness? Now, Lord, when I give you your tenth, can I get a witness? You are responsible for keeping my electric on. You are responsible for paying my child's tuition. You are responsible for making sure I have food in my cupboard, clothes on my back, money in my pocket. Can I get a witness? And the Lord says, try me. Test me and see if I don't pour out the windows of heaven. Say yeah, say yeah. He's a mighty good God. He carries. He cares. But he controls. Uh, do I have a witness? He controls all of my struggles. You know when Satan comes in and Satan is shooting at me from every angle? God allow it for a while. Then the Lord steps in and says, that's enough Satan, move out. Won't he do it, saints? Haven't you ever felt like you're overwhelmed, you can't take no more, and then all of a sudden you feel relief? Well, please don't mistake this. Jesus stepped in. Can I get a witness? And he controls all of my outcomes. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy will come in the morning. The Lord is my refuge, that's hiding place, and my strength, a very present help in the time of trouble. Can I get it? Won't he do it, saints? See, you got to believe the word more than you believe, amen, your weariness. You got to believe the historicity of scripture more than you believe your hurts. Can I get a witness? You got to say, God, I'm going to take out your word and I'm not going to worry about what's happening right now or what man can do unto me because I know who you are. You are the covenant keeping God. When you speak, everybody gets quiet. Can I get a witness? Uh, rivers flow because of you. The earth is spinning because of you. Hell is frightened because of you. Heaven is shouting because of you. Can I get a witness? You got to believe God more than you ever believed him before. Can I get a witness? He controls all of my outcomes. Can I get a witness? That's why Isaiah said in Isaiah 40, uh, 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 Have you not known? Have you not heard? The everlasting God, <laughs> the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth. 
He neither faints nor does he get weary. His understanding is unsearchable. He gives power to the weak and to those who have no might. He increases their strength. Even the youth shall faint and become weary. But they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. He'll mount them up, here we go, with wings like eagles. They'll run and not get weary. They'll walk and not faint. There's no fainting, no falling, no fractures. God, yeah, carries you. God cares for you. God controls you. Can I get a witness? God said, I bore you. Uh, excuse me, who's the I? Elohim. Uh, yeah, the powerful one of might. The plurality of God. Yeah, I'm coming in. El Elyon, the strongest of strongs. Can I get a witness? And then Jehovah, the self-existing God. Meaning everything needs him, but he needs nothing. Can I get a witness? And from Jehovah, there's Jehovah Jireh, the Lord who will provide. Jehovah Nisai, the Lord our banner. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord our peace. Jehovah Sink Canoe, the Lord who is our righteousness. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord our healer. Can I get a witness? So when God says, I bore you on eagle's wings, I carried you, cared for you, and I control everything that comes in and out of your life. So the question this morning, saints of God, what kind of bird are you? Are you a pigeon that sits on roofs and all they do is have bowel movements? Come on, come on. Are you a vulture or a buzzard? All you do is descend on dead things. Are you a chicken making a lot of noise and just hopping around, laying no eggs? Are you a turkey jumping, trying to fly, but can't get off the ground? Thank you, Jesus. Are you an ostrich? Got your head. In the wrong place. I almost did it. I almost did it, Albert. Are you a geese? One that can fly in formation and follow the leader. Lord have mercy. I, I was saying this morning, geese are known, they fly in the V. And is usually mates in the V. And when one geese gets sick and fall out, the mate, God has created them this way, the mate falls out with them and will die on the ground with them to death do his part. I said this morning, 
I can see me and Sister G flying in the V. And I fall out, and she says, see you later, alligator. <laughs> Talking about I'm going, I'm going on to see what the end will be. But child of God, are you an eagle? Are you an eagle? Are you an eagle? To all my Dallas Cowboy friends, fly like an eagle. To the Redskins, fly like an eagle. To the Giants, fly like an eagle. Yeah, fly, 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 fly like an eagle. Oh, this is tight! I, could, I couldn't help it. Lord, forgive me. I've sinned. Oh, Jesus. I went, I went in a barbershop yesterday, and I, I just wanted the doors packed. I said, I'm a Philly boy. Y'all from Jersey. I said, uh, y'all coming to parade with me next Tuesday? They're estimating four million people if they win. Don't worry, I ain't going. I'll be in my living room. I ain't fun with that. But turn to your neighbor. God, tell them God carries you. He cares for you. And he controls everything in your life. Now look up. Now turn to your neighbor and say, Fly like an eagle. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. I know some of y'all say, well, what if they lose? They won't. If they do, Reverend Green is preaching. Look at this. As every head is bowed, the eyes closed. If you're here, you need to be saved. You need to give Jesus your life. He's the Son of God, God the Son. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. You can be saved right now. You want to join the church? Just raise your hand. Anybody? We'd love to have you. Anybody in the place? You want to come in and give your life to Christ or join the church? Is there one? Is there one? Is there one? Our Father and our God, we thank you for your word. Just on the power of the metaphor, I bore you like eagles' wings. A care, a carrying, a care, and a control. Thank you for your faithfulness. Dismiss us with your choices, benediction. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. See you Wednesday for court.